Okay. Recording has started. Let us pray. Dear Father, thank you for letting us come together on this Zoom and study your word and grow closer to you, God. I pray that you would help us to ingest your word and receive it, God, by your spirit and by your grace and not by our own intellect. Guide us, Father, through your word and let your will be done in this prayer meeting and in earth as it is in heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Y'all say amen or amen? Amen. Oh, I think amen mostly. There's a song called Amen that says it that way, and I, I say it that way if I'm singing a song. Amen sounds a little too fancy for me. It's kind of Catholic-y sounding. You go to a Catholic school, do a lot of do a lot of like the, the I don't know if y'all have nuns there, but the priests and stuff. Did they say Amen? That's interesting. Amen is not allowed. There's really not too many other ways to say that. Amen. 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 A woman. Okay, who's going to start us off with the reading? Yes. I will do it. Hold on one second. Read the whole chapter. Uh, not the whole chapter, but you can you can read. Oh, where should we go to? It's kind of short. We can split it in half. Somebody read one through eight, and somebody read nine through <coughs> the end. I sneezed. <laughs> All right, I got. Right, we'll see. <clears throat> Sing, barren woman, you who never bore a child. Burst in the song, shout for joy. You were never. You who were never in labor. Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. For your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. The Lord will call you back as if you were a wife deserted and distressing, distressed in spirit. A wife who married young, only to be rejected, says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with deep compassion I will bring you back. In a surge of anger I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, I will have compassion on you. 
saith the Lord your Redeemer. That is good. You have anything to say about that? It's talking about barren women or women who just didn't have a child. I think it's talking about barren, like, uh, yeah. like tried to have a child and could not. But it's actually, and we'll get more into this in a moment, and I'm excited for this one, but it's actually talking about the prosperity of Israel because Israel had been like, you know, they did bad stuff and God got mad at them and bad stuff happened to them and whatnot. Uh, Zach, you want to read 9 through 17? Yeah, I got you. Um, Give me just a second. Um, for this is like the days of Noah to me when I swore that the water of Noah would never flood the earth again. So I've sworn that I will not be angry with you or rebuke you. For the mountains move and the hills shake. My love will not be removed from you and my covenant of peace will not be shaken, says your compassionate Lord. Poor Jerusalem, storm tossed and not comforted. I will set your stones in black mortar and lay your foundations in lapis lazuli. I will make your fortifications out of rubies, your gates out of sparkling stones, and all your walls out of precious stones. Then all your children will be taught by the Lord. Their their prosperity will be great. And you will be established on a foundation of righteousness. You will be far from oppression. You will be certainly not, you will certainly not be afraid. You will be far from terror. It will certainly not come near you. If If anyone attacks you, it is not from me. Whoever attacks you will fall before you. Look, I have created the craftsman who blows on the charcoal fire and produces a weapon suitable for its task, and I have created the destroyer to cause havoc. No weapon formed against you will succeed, and you will refute any accusation raised against you in court. Uh, This is the heritage of the Lord's servants, and their vindication is from me. Good. This is the worst You got anything to say about that? So that's kind of just more more of the same. We're going to duplicate this. It's, it's all going to come together in a moment, y'all. If y'all didn't know, I'm excited about what we're doing tonight. Must be pretty good. It is pretty good. I love Isaiah because Isaiah, like everything you read in Isaiah is talking about, or most everything that I know of is talking about uh, like what it's actually talking about, you know, what was happening in Isaiah's time. And then, like, it, it, they didn't really know it too much at the time, but it's also talking about New Testament stuff, generally. In my Bible, uh, they give you, like, reference, me, references, like, in the New Testament, like, what it references to. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of it is Isaiah. Hmm. Yeah, because that's how, that's how it works. I wish I wish they would have had that kind of thing the first time through, like reading or whatever, because a lot of the stuff, like reading the Old Testament, a lot of it requires knowledge of the New Testament, and somewhat vice versa. Like it's, you don't fully understand it until you've read everything once, and then you go back. Yeah. And when you read it the second time, that's when you really begin to realize like what's actually happening. But yeah. You kind of got. I know what you're talking about. Right. Well, a lot of people told me that you needed to. Um, to read the New Testament to like really understand what's happening in the Old Testament or like catch the references that they give you. Yeah, I have a I have a friend who asked me about that, like which to do first, and I 
honestly don't even know. Like I told them to try with the New Testament first, but there are also some books in the Old Testament that like are kind of important. So it's kind of just start wherever and then come back to it. But right. I mean, I guess if you're in a hurry to get like something out of the Bible, definitely start with the New Testament. But I mean, if you have yeah. time. It doesn't hurt. If, if you're in a big hurry, I would say read Luke, then Acts, then the rest of the New Testament. All right. Because Luke and Acts is like, then you, you got a pretty long gospel, so it's like it's got a lot of the details, you know. And then you get, you get or if you're in an even bigger hurry, read just Mark, because Mark is the Cliff Notes gospel. <laughs> I like John the best. I like John a lot. I used to not like John. What? I'm sorry. I think it might be the longest of the gospel. John is very nice. It's different than all the others. It's really different. It talks about who God is rather than what God did, sort of. That's what I've heard. Okay, I'm going to read this one since y'all two read the last two. This is Acts chapter 2, verses 16 through 21. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in, in heaven above, and signs in the, in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the lord come and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the lord shall be saved so let's see here uh that is all pretty good we about to do some more connecting the solar eclipse after that like chapter was written must have been pretty scary <laughs> oh, when he when Peter preached the the sermon, the Pentecostal sermon, and he said, you know, whatever, the the sun's gonna be blacked out and all this stuff, and then the solar eclipse happened. I reckon that that all solar eclipses were pretty scary back then because no one knew what it actually was. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it took a while until people actually knew what it was. Just a big old shadow across the sky. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute, we're all gonna die. Is that supposed <laughs> to happen? We're supposed to have a solar eclipse uh, not too many years hence. Is is it a solar eclipse is when the sun is blocked out, right? Yeah, by the moon. Okay, and then a lunar eclipse is when the sun, uh, sun is in front of it. No, it's when the Earth, I think, is perfectly between the moon and the sun. Yeah, because the moon could never be behind the sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. It'd be far out there. Yeah, we would have tidal problems. Yeah, just maybe we wouldn't have an ocean. No, we'd have an ocean, but it would it would do funky stuff. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was talking about trying to get my back to pop. <laughs> I was talking about in the last days. Position position. Okay, so 1 Timothy chapter 4. Here's more of the last days. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, 
forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. It's talking about in the last days these things are going to happen. Let's just do a... Let's do something. The people... It says in the last days people are going to have doctrines of devils commanding to abstain from meat. There's all kinds of stuff on the internet talking about saying you should be vegan or you should be vegetarian. You can find all kinds of stuff. You Now we're hearing things like... We're starting to hear stuff against the nuclear family. This says forbidding to marry and commanding... Okay, commanding to abstain from meats. We already said that part. But forbidding to marry. Now you hear stuff about... Just Google nuclear family. There's junk saying... What? I always thought that was like a Cold War kind of expression, but apparently not. Look at this. When I Google it, one of the first things here, the nuclear family was a mistake. It says, yes, David Brooks, the nu- the nuclear family is the worst family. <laughs> Just... You know, I'm, I'm a little slow. What's the nuclear family? What is that? It's like, or are the families together? Yeah, it's like a really tight-knit family unit. Like, it, yeah, like the mom. I think it means the mom and the dad and kids. They all live together. Like they're not divorced, or they're not. They they got they're married. The mom and dad like, are married. Right. It's usually like parents are together, maybe two kids, like a small family, but like they're together. So here's the definition: a couple and their dependent children regarded as a basic social unit. See, the, like. The first thing after Wikipedia for nuclear families, David Brooks, the nuclear family was a mistake. There's another thing. Yes, David Brooks, the nuclear family is the worst family. I'm just saying there's there's stuff out there. It, what comes after the nuclear family? Yeah, that's awesome. There. Gotta love not having siblings or a mom. Yeah, that's nice. So it says the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, the last days, that's talking about some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding the marry. That's discouraging the nuclear family, forbidding the nuclear family, and commanding to abstain from meats. People are encouraging and commanding that 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 people be like vegan or vegetarian. I think in some religions, don't they do that, like Jainism? religions like Hinduism and Buddhism I think it's not like required but I think a lot of people are vegan and those I don't maybe it's just like a regional thing like India has a bunch of people wait why am I rambling go ahead I thought it was okay no I'm trying to think I I was going to say I thought it was for a lot of those uh, like religions or whatever I thought it was just pork that they couldn't eat I thought meat in general was fine it just was pork but I guess there are some that are like kind of vegan, so yeah. And like a Hindu, I think the cow is sacred, so they can't eat like beef. I should probably touch up on that. I'm not very good at the whole religion thing, other than Christianity. Me neither. It is discouraged in Hinduism. I'm pretty sure. To to or I, veganism is kind of or vegetarianism is kind of. Uh, Encouraged, it's not required. 
in right. Islam, uh, they can't eat pork, I'm pretty sure. Like, even touch pigs, I think. I don't really know. New century version. I don't even want to know. I've gotten to the point where, like, if it's not the King James version, or maybe, like, I'll, I'll read other stuff, yes, to help me understand it. Because sometimes King James can be, it's the King James. Hither goeth, kingeth, jameth, you know. But, but I, if if it comes down to a matter of, like, trying to find something out that could be possibly controversial, I use the King James. In the first year of, uh, let's see. Okay, so this is, this is Daniel's dream. Daniel chapter 7. Did any of y'all know about this? I'm going to have to reposition. This is Old Testament. Okay, that's what I thought. It's not too far after Isaiah. Oh, yeah, I think you told me about this one time. Yeah, so it says that this is a dream, and it's just talking about the end times or the last times, you know, latter times. It says, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. Somebody want to read uh, chapter four, or I'll read it. The first was like a lion and had eagles, eagles' wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made... And made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear. And it raised up itself on one side, and it had three limbs, three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it. And they said, let's see, and they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings as a fowl. The beast had also the four, had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this, I saw in in the night visions, and beheld a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and ex, and strong exceedingly. <clears throat> and it had great iron teeth. Oh, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it were and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. Let's see that word before, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns and beheld, and behold, this is wordy. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom were, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man, and a mouth speaking great things. I I behold, I beheld till the thrones were cast down. And the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head, and the hair of his head, like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth, and came forth from him. Thousand, thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Uh, how far do we have to go? Where was I? And the books were opened. Thank you. 
I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. I saw in the night visions, and beheld, and behold, one like the Son of Man came in the clouds of heaven, and and came to and came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. And let's see, and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion in an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, that, and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near unto one of them that stood by, and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me, and made me, and made me know the interpretation of the things. These great beasts, which are four, which are four, are four kings, which shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom, and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever." Then I would know the truth of the four beasts, which was diverse from all the others. Oh, and then I would know the truth of the fourth beast, which was diverse from all the others, exceeding dreadful, whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass, which devoured, which devoured, break in pieces, and stamped the residue with his feet. And let's see, and and of the ten horns that were in his head, and of let's see, and of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the other which came up, and before whom three fell. Even of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows, I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them, until the ancient of days came, and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. In the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise. Let's see. The ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and, a, and another shall arise, shall rise after them. And he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. Somebody want to read the last three verses? I'm, I've been reading a while. I'm almost through this chapter. I got you. But the court will sit, and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all rulers will worship and obey him. This is the end of the matter. I, Daniel, was deeply troubled by my thoughts, and my face turned pale, but I kept the matter to myself. Y'all got anything to say about that? I was trying to, like, connect stuff while you were reading, but I, I... I'm not too smart. So here's one. Mm-hmm. If you Google what animal represents England, it says Barbary lion. So let's so it says the first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. 
till I beheld the wings were plucked and as and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. So if the lion is England and they had eagle's wings that were pulled off and became their own thing, that, that would be the United States, correct? The eagle, I mean, is... And then it talks about Russia, or it talks about the bear, and it says, and it raised up itself, let's see, and another, and behold, another beast, a second like to a bear, and it raised up its itself on one side, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it, and they... And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. So that is talking about, I mean, Russia. And Russia has not always done kind things. It says devour much flesh. You know, have you ever seen the gulag system map? People like to, people talk about the Holocaust in Germany. And that was bad. But you should see the gulag system map. You don't hear about this one. You actually... I, don't think you can find records of it really much anywhere in Russia. And this is just some of the ones we know. That's all the gulags in Russia. That's a decent amount of them. And so it says, devour much flesh. And then there's another place that talks about three ribs in its mouth. Well, what has Russia been? There was the empirical, imperial Russia. Then there was uh, the Soviet Socialism, so, not Soviet, there was the Soviet, there, there was the USSR, and then now there's modern Russia. So there's three three things, if you can get three ribs out of Russia. And then the, the leopard is talking about Germany, and I think it has to do with the, like, the three, there's different type. there was, like, different, uh, different, uh, it, they're called Reichs. There's, like, the, the first one was the Holy Roman Empire. And then the next one was like Otto von Bismarck or whoever. Now, that was like Wilhelm. Kaiser Wilhelm. This is an interesting thing. The Kaiser, the word Kaiser, like, uh, look at that. It comes from Caesar. So the word Kaiser for the German leader actually comes straight from Caesar. We have a new participant. What is the word Tsar? Like the Russian Tsar that comes from Caesar. I think it literally translates to Caesar. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about Tsar? Yeah. So that's interesting. So these are all like kind of basing on the on the the Roman the Latin, you know, the Roman thing. And Isaiah has joined and has dispelled the great knowledge that Germany made the leopard tanks. So think about that. The leopard tanks, it talks about uh, in that scripture we just read that there are, there was the leopard with four heads. So it's saying, and then it says this other beast is going to arise that was di diverse from all the others. I kind of think that's going to be a nation within the nations, if that makes sense. So people used to say that that was going to be like a uh, one nation that started in a place and then spread from there. That's talking about the one world order, I think. But I think it's going to come from within, like a like a group of people that unite together. The enemy is going to bring together to, you know, try to take over the world. Um, exceedingly. Chat, I'm going to keep my chat open. The United States is the eagle, but the eagle is made into uncles, Uncle Sam, the government. There's a biblical prophecy about Uncle Sam.
Let's see. Where's the scripture that talks about it taking over the world? Oh, he's t- he mentioned the, the scripture. That's Uncle Sam. Oh, that would make sense. Because oh, because it says the king. Because that makes sense. Because the United States doesn't have a king like some of these other nations. It's like the king of the United States would, in a way, would almost be like the ideology behind Uncle Sam. I'm trying to find that one scripture. Okay, everybody's back. Now we're just waiting for, uh, e, uh, not Elijah, Zachary, WB. What does WB mean? Elijah, did you get a haircut? Yes, I did. I'm not a big fan of it, but. You don't like it? Just be fast. I told him to cut it way too short. I like mine short. Mine hair is kind of long right now. Yeah, I noticed that. <clears throat> I, uh-huh. I like my hair short, but I just don't look good with short hair. Oh, at least not this short. This is interesting, Elijah. Uh, Isaiah just said the only country to be measured by as a man is the United States. No, but like on the in the scripture and what we just read, all the other ones they yeah. they talk about as beasts, but that one is a man. Okay, so in in verse twenty three, thus he said, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. So if it's diverse from all kingdoms, it would come from it could come from the inside, and move out like. You know, come from within all the countries. It could be an ideology, or it probably will be an ideology or a group, like a society right. within. That's where I kind of think the Freemasons fall. I don't know, though. I think that might be one part, but it's probably going to be a new thing, like a... Like, Aggressive Christianity. I mean, it could be. I've also thought it might be like a, a, a form of the Catholic Church. Like if something 
if I don't know if the I've heard that the Catholic Church has talked about uh, making a pact with Islam. It could be like a, you know, something like that, or like a shoot off, whatever you call it, where something breaks off. A uh, faction, some sect. Sect. No. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two words I can think of. Okay, let's see. So, I'm just saying that we have all those things right now. We have the man, the United States. We have Russia. And Russia is in the third, the third rib. And we're in the fourth. Let's see, the first one was the Holy Roman Empire. Then it was Kaiser Wilhelm. So Holy Roman, there's a Roman reference. Then Kaiser Wilhelm, Kaiser, there's a, there's a, another reference. And then there was Hitler. And Hitler used the swastika and the double-headed eagle, which were both, and they did like the Hail Hitler thing. That those are those were all Roman things. They would say Hail Caesar that same way. Those are or Kaiser, however they say it, Caesar back in the day, because that was because Hitler was trying to be like the Roman Empire. And then now we have modern Germany, which doesn't appear to be anything too threatening. Mussolini was also trying to be like get back to the old Roman Empire. Yeah, a lot of people have. Heck. Okay. But look at this. If you Google, is Germany up to something? It says, is Germany too powerful for Europe? You know, just things like this. So if you read in the scripture we just read, it says, it says that uh, the leopard. The leopard, which had, which had upon the back of it four wings as fowl, and the be the beast had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. So Germany's always like trying to take and take over stuff. You know, they're always having dominion in Europe, or they have in the past. And so, see, I'm about to do that connecting I was talking about earlier. What I'm saying is basically is that when the Bible talks about the last times or the last days or the latter times, that's talking about now and the, and the coming future. So when it says, But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Okay, so it's talking about... Wait, who left? Where did Isaiah go? Not Isaiah. No. Oh. Let's see if he sent me a message. He might have said that he had to go or something. Yeah, he said he has to go in the chat. Okay. And, um, verse 12, 
it says um, about, pretty sure it's talking about the leopard. Wait, hold up. Yeah, it says the, oh, never mind. I thought it was talking about the leopard because it was, it was talking about authority. And it said that the leopard, like, had authority. But I was saying, like, the other beasts had been stripped of their authority but were allowed to live for a period of time. I, I thought that's talking about the leopard, so I thought it was talking about, like, at the end of World War II, uh, like, everything was taken away from Germany. But they were, like, still allowed to be there. But since it's not, never mind. Well, at the, I think that's mean at the end. I don't really know how it's all going to work. But something, when it talk, talks about the Lord coming back, I think that's going to be the millennial kingdom ruling and reigning, you know. The Bible talks about... uh but I'm about to do that connecting I spoke of. Let me make sure this is still recording because I don't want to miss this in the recording. So when, it, what did it say? What did God say to Nicodemus? Oh, we also need to see here that it says, in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So that's talking about now. Has has God's spirit been poured out on it, all flesh, like upon every family, like upon it said to your children and your children's children. So that we know that applies like nowadays. Basically what I'm asking is, are we right now seeing a huge revival and everybody everywhere getting the Holy Ghost and stuff? Maybe. What verse is that? It was, uh, let me see. In those days, that might be talking about like verse 18. What? Every person has heard of God. Yeah, I think it says in one part, one in every family. So one in like every living generation. So like, this is kind of, I think you can understand this. I don't, I kind of understand it. It's like, if my, if you can go far, if you can, if you can't go far back enough in the family tree that you have a living common ancestor, then you're considered different families, if that makes sense. Like, if your your uh your dad and my dad were brothers, but but their their all their parents were dead, then we uh, would be different families because the common ancestor is dead. Oh yeah. So I think I've heard one man describe it as that is that God's flesh would be poured on like I think at least one or into, you know, every family. So let's see. What did God say to Nicodemus? Sir? Okay, my father came to retrieve something. King James Version. John chapter 3. Jesus Nicodemus. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came by Jesus, came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Barely, barely, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Is somebody going to say something? So, this is all we're going to read out of this chapter. 
And so it says, except a man be born again. So it's talking, we're reading about there's going to be a revival in the last days. God, the Spirit of the Lord is going to be poured out on all flesh. But it says, unless, unless, uh, then the, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher who comes from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So now it's saying that we have to be born again. And it says in the next verse, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Does somebody want to read this this next passage? Four through eight. Four through eight. Yeah, I guess. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter. I'm sorry, could y'all hear me then? I can hear you. Okay. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth, gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone, so it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Anything to say about that? I just think, like, it's pretty cool. I like, it must be pretty um, confusing to those people, like, excuse me, you want me to be born again? Like, it's, I heard it's the same thing with, like, um, Jesus talking about, like, um, uh, communion. Yes. Like, you want me to, like, actually eat you. Is that what you're saying? And people are trying to rationalize it. They were like, no, you mean, like, eat this bread? And he's like, no. No, I want you to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says... I thought there's another thing that's like that. I think there's a scripture that says if you pay your tithes, you will be spared from the devourer. <laughs> it's just people who are new to the the kingdom, you know, and then a lot of stuff like, I mean, a lot of the crazy stuff, you know, like praying for people and then being healed and like speaking in other languages when missionaries and things, when people get the Holy Ghost and when they need to speak to some, speak to somebody in a language they never learned. Or being baptized, just the concept of baptism, you know, like going under the water. It's like, I know a guy who is going to baptize somebody and they asked him, uh, are you going to let me back up? And what he was telling the story one time and he was joking. He said, no, nah, we just make a habit of drowning people around here. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, we're going to let you back up. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. It was kind of a funny. Yeah. Story. Not gonna lie. How can There's man funny born when he is old? He can can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, baptism, which is like except a man be born of water, which is baptism, and of the Spirit, receiving the Holy Ghost, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God." To be born of the spirit, for somebody, for somebody to be born, for something to be born, for there a spiritual birth to happen. What is the mother in the Bible? What is called the bride of Christ? Anybody know what is referred to as the bride of Christ? The church. The church. 
So what's the father? If there's going to be a spiritual birth, birth to be the son of God, or the son, well, I mean Christ is God. So the son of God, the father is Christ, and the mother is the church. So spiritual travailing is a type of prayer that is done when somebody, and you don't, but for somebody to get the Holy Ghost, for somebody to be saved, for somebody to be born again, the church has to travail because the church is the mothering unit. So it talks here, Sing, O barren land, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. No more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Does this make more sense now that we're seeing in the last days that God's Spirit will be poured out on all flesh and that it talks about being born again as a spiritual birth and travail is like laboring, like giving birth? If we continue, enlarge the place of thy tent, let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitation. Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes, for thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles, and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Inherit the Gentiles. That, you know, in the time of Isaiah, the Old Testament, the Gentiles weren't weren't in the, in the, the line of going to heaven, as far as I know. Uh, it says, verse, I might need to look into that. Verse 4 says, Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame, for thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. For thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall be shall he be called. For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit and a wife of youth when thou wast when thou wast refused, saith thy God. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. So a saying, you know, for a small moment, he has not like forsaken us, but it's talking about like for there hadn't been great revival in the church, I wouldn't say, for the last two thousand years. Well, for the last like nineteen hundred years, you know. And it's it's just kind of that they I think it was they had thousands they added to the church thousands daily in the first first in the early church and it hadn't really been like that we haven't been seeing people like you know there's still people out here who are sick people addicted to drugs and things like that we can we can be uh, praying for them the church needs to be praying for them doing that spiritual travailing for them to be born again let's see. In a little, for a, for a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills shall be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither, neither shall the co- the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires, Excuse me, and I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones, 
and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established, thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror. For thou, oh, let's see, thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me, whosoever shall gather together against thee shall shall fall for thy sake. Let's see. Behold, I have... Oh, this is interesting. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. So that's like the the ones the revival is talking about, the ones that are going to get the Holy Ghost. It says not by me. It's going to be by the church. If the church does the travailing, like they're supposed to, does the praying. If they... We have to pray. It's our duty to pray for the lost. Pray for your family. And that's where it becomes important to have the love of God. It says God is love. If we don't have love, then we don't have God. I mean, some people have a lot of hatred, you know. You can't can't have the Holy Ghost and be racist. You just, you can't. Let's see. Let's go. What's the next one? Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. So it's going to be the church that prays for the lost, that travails, that intercedes, that births the births the souls, births does the the birthing again, the the born being making people be born again, you know, behold or causing allowing people to be born again. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteous, righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So in this revival in the last days, it says no weapon that is, or this is in all time, but especially in what this is talking about, it says no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt thou shalt condemn so nobody is going to be able to stop us the enemy cannot hinder this when we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and fighting them off in the warfare we have dominion over that the bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail the gates don't gates don't attack gates defend we're gonna we're gonna be attacking we're gonna be on the offensive here this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and their righteousness is of me saith the lord so the heritage of the servants of the lord that's us you know the father Abraham, father Abraham had many sons. We are, and I have one of them. What do you think? Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had father Abraham, and I'm one of them, and you are too. So let's just praise the Lord, right arm, left arm. Yeah, that's talking about the, the heritage of the servants of the Lord. We are grafted into that, the Bible says, I think. That song brings me back. Dang, I was like four. Anyway, sorry. Have you ever thought about do Muslims sing Father Abraham in Sunday school? I don't think they have Sunday school, do they? Yeah, they do. Pretty sure. Like like little children? Pretty sure they all go to the same... Like, oh, I don't know. They have Sunday school, but I don't know if it's separate. Are y'all, are y'all talking about like your church or like a church in general? No, I'm talking about is Muslim... Muslim church, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they all have the same service. I'm not quite sure on that, though. I might be wrong. Is it a Muslim church? Okay, so it says, I say then, have they stumbled? Uh... Huh. 
Hey, somebody want to read? Okay, we're in Romans. This is the last one we're gonna. This is the last one we're gonna cover. Romans chapter eleven. If y'all want to go to Romans chapter eleven, one I've been doing a lot of reading. One of y'all read eleven through sixteen, and the other read seventeen through twenty-four. If you want to, pull it. What is it? What is it again? Romans eleven. It's Romans eleven, and then eleven through sixteen, and then Romans eleven seventeen through twenty-four. Yeah, I got that first part there. Again, I ask, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. But if their transgression means riches for the world, and their loss means riches for the Gentiles, how much greater riches will will their full inclusion bring? I am talking to you, Gentiles. In as that looks like one word. In as much as I am the apostle to the Gentiles, I take pride in my ministry in the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people to envy and save and save some of them. For if their rejection brought reconciliation to the world, what will their accept, acceptance be but life from the dead? If the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Zach, you want to read? I think we'll talk about it when we're all done. Do you have anything to say right now? Um, 17 to 24? Yeah, 17 to 24. Cool. Get the light, hold on. No. I think you lost audio. Yeah, my bad. I clicked the <laughs> button, I guess. We'll start again. Oh, that's why I pressed the button. Okay. My bad. Um, now, if some of the branches were broken off, and youth, though a wild olive branch, were granted in among them, and have come to share in the rich fruit of the cultivated olive tree, do not boast that you are better than those branches. But if you do boast, do not sustain the root, but the root sustains you. Then you will say branches were broken off so that I might be granted in. True enough, they were broken off because of unbelief, but you stand by by faith. Do not be arrogant, but be aware. Uh, Because if God did not spare the natural branches, he will not spare you either. Therefore, consider God's kindness and severity severity toward those who who have fallen, but God's kindness toward you. Sorry. Um... Do not be arrogant, blah, blah, blah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, okay, if you remain in this kindness, otherwise you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not remain in unbelief, will be granted in because God has the power to grant them in again. For, for if you were cut off from your native wild olive tree and against nature were, graf- were grafted into cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, the natural branches, be corrupted into the olive tree? I can't read in the dark. Is that it? Yeah. Because it's always talking about the Jews are going to be grafted back in somehow or another. But it's also saying that we are grafted in. So that's talking about, that is the same as like when at the last verse. Oh, 
the last verse of Isaiah chapter 54 where it says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. That's talking about us. We are grafted into that promise. So we, the Bible says, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Yeah, my, um, religion teacher was talking about um engrafting like at the beginning of the year he was my first religion teacher of the year and um there's this thing where you like cut off like a square of like a a, a healthy plant and um a freshly dead plant you can like cut off a branch and you can put it on the um the new plant given if they're like the same plant species and it'll like sorry it'll actually like root um in there and it'll become part of that plan and he was talking about like that's what we do whenever we're we're um baptized and whenever we're like saved because we become like part of christ really like you can't separate it because you are christ and they were talking about like we'll be at the same level as jesus in heaven like the angels will serve us even though we're like fallen human beings and they're angels in heaven. Um, That's pretty cool. Where does it say we put on the name of Christ? Oh yeah, it says those who shout. We also covered today the scripture, remember sure. in Acts that said, whoever calls upon the name of, in that day, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So when we have the name Jesus called over us in baptism, that name of Jesus is applied so I'm no longer Preston Hames. I'm Preston Hames Jesus or Preston Hames Christian after Christ, you know, because I am now part of the family of God. Huh. Let's see. Turn my phone up only has like 10% battery left. I mean, I'll stay on like as long as I can. Well, we're, but we're about done says, And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So think in the armor of God. There's this, Y'all know the armor of God, don't you? So that, what I just read was Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, 17. I didn't read it. Here's 17. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And in verse eighteen, and I say unto thee, thou art that that, and I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Petra is actually the Greek word for rock or petros or petro, petron, petroi, something like that. It's like petroleum comes from the rock. Petroleum is an oil. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other examples. It's just the Greek. We use like geo something for in Latin probably more. So there was one more thing. Ephesians chapter 6. The armor of God. So it says the gates of hell. Do gates of hell, do gates attack? No. So that means we need to attack. We need to attack the enemy. Pray some offensive prayer. It's called spiritual warfare. You pray offensive prayer 
attacking the enemy, we can speak to those things, speak to the enemy, speak to spirits that the Bible says, unless you first bind the strong man. And let's see what Luke, it's in Luke 10, 19. For we wrestle not against, is that wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against, no, that's Corinthians. Luke 10, 19, it says, it, we'll go to it. Would you like to read it? Thank you. We we can divide this up here and knock it out quicker. Um, wait, you said Luke, Luke chapter 10, verse 19? I'm pretty sure. Mine says, I have given you authority to trap on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing more. What comes after that? However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. That's verse 20. You want me to go to 21? Uh, I don't know. So, I don't think so. Let's see. Okay, so here's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having your and having on the breastplate of righteousness and on your feet shod and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So the sword of the Spirit, that's an offensive member of the armor of God. And let's find... Uh, I think that um, Luke ten nineteen is actually kind of fits in here. Like he, he's given us the authority yeah, to that, trample on... Is that, what you, is that what you were getting at? Yes, I think. I there's another scripture that I thought that was, but Luke ten nineteen I kinda knew was relevant. So thank you. It is you're right. It, it he does he has given us the authority. And so we have the authority and so what I'm saying is, and this is the last one to connect it here, uh find the strong man. Okay, Luke chapter 11. Y'all, this is going to make this is going to make sense. And you're going to love it. I prophesy. I'm already loving it. Black McDonald's up in here. It's, it's about to make a lot of sense and it's going to be really cool. No, my computer's being slow. Devil, you don't have dominion. There we go. I'm doing some speaking to speaking to serpents and scorpions. Have y'all ever actually like read the lyrics to Bohemian Rhapsody? No. 
trust me, it has a purpose. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, it is. Like he talks about, um, I'm looking at Luke 11, 14. It has, it has like my Bible, I don't know about yours, but it has like titles. And um, this says Jesus and Beelzebub. Beelzebub, I don't know how to say that, Beelzebub. And um, like, I think in the song, he says Beelzebub, Beelzebub or something, I don't know. But he actually talks about like, what, more or less in a twisted way what Jesus is talking about here yeah Beelzebub I think is like the devil yeah okay Luke chapter 11 verse 21 through 23 when a this is verse 21 when a strong man armed keepeth his palace his goods are in peace but when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divideth his spoils he that is not with me is against me and he that gathereth not with me scattereth so it says when a strong man armed keepeth his palace his goods are in peace so that's the devil the devil has built a stronghold over regions and he control and he keeps the lost prisoner. Do do you think people who are addicted to drugs want to be addicted to drugs? Do you think people who are oppressed, uh, like under abuse and things like that, want to be oppressed? No, they're they're deceived. And if they do, sometimes they might think they do or something, but they're just they're deceived by the devil. So he is keeping them captive in his palace, the strong man. But when a stronger than he, which is the Lord, the people of God. What, but then, but when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divideth his spoils. He releases the people of God, the souls, to be saved. So this is saying, that's talking about the stronghold. So what we need to do as the people of God is we need to be praying things like, we need to be speaking because we can speak to the devils. We can speak to the enemy. We can speak to these spirits. Let's say if there's a certain area, you can boil down like addictions. Certain is hopelessness. They they don't have hope, and so they they don't have hope in God because they don't have the Lord. They have a lack of hope, and so they they try to find hope in drugs, or in sex, or in or sometimes if it's in a fancy area, it can be like the love of money, or um what is that? That would be greed, I suppose. So there's these different different things that you can um you can boil it down to doubt, fear, different things. It's it's almost like the you know what the fruit of the spirit is for the Holy Ghost. It's like the fruit of the enemy in almost in a way, but like spirits. And so we can speak to these spirits. You can pray things like like fear, I command you to let these people go. Hopelessness, I command you to let these people go. I bind you. You say be bound because bound is like tied up. Be bound. And go into the pits of hell from which you came. Because we can command these spirits that have hold over regions or over palaces. Or it doesn't even have to be geographic. It could be a, a community, like a, a group, you know. Like let's just say the, the Hispanic Americans. It wouldn't, they wouldn't all have to necessarily live in a certain place. It's just the Hispanic Americans of this town. Because there, that does happen. There are certain spirits like religious tradition that oppress the Hispanic community. And that religious tradition would be there because they're just so deeply rooted in the religion and tradition of the Catholic Church a lot of times. That's just an example. And then a lot of hopelessness like drugs and things, you know, deception. And uh, 
hopelessness and deception is also what causes like depression or is connected with depression and suicidal things. So we can speak to those. You can speak to the enemy in those ways. And so it says that you can bind, bind the strong man. So say, I bind you, strong man. I bind the strong man. You can speak to the strong man. Because just like you would speak to God, just like you would talk to the Father, we read a scripture earlier that says we know not where the wind goes, but we hear it. So just because we can't see it, that we don't, we can't see the wind, but just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's there. So if God, we know God's real. We can't see God. The Bible says no man hath seen God at any time. So if we know God's real, we got to know that these other things are real too. I mean, just as, just as much. In a, a verse in this same paragraph, it actually says, and he was casting out a devil, and it was dumb. And it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and the people wondered. But of them said, He casteth out devils, let's see, through Beelzebub, the chief of the devils. And others tempting him sought from sought of him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divideth, divideth, divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against itself, and a house divided against a house falleth. If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because ye say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub. And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast them? By whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore shall they be your judges. But if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. That is not the one I was looking for, but there's one we actually covered in this study before, y'all can remember, that it talks about, uh, it says that um return of the young oh here we go this is it okay verse 24 when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man he walketh through dry places seeking rest and finding none he saith i will return unto my house whence i came out and when he cometh he findeth it swept and garnished then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there and the last state of the man is worse than the first so when we cast a principality or like a spirit out of a place, when we bind a strong man and cast him out of a place, we have to put a new spirit into that place. We have to Elijah, hi. Hola. We're almost done. I just ran down to get my charger, so I, I got a wall. But... Okay, you're back. Let's continue. Oh, wait, he got his charger. I can preach for 30 more minutes. I'm just playing. Let's see. So when, when, when we cast out a spirit, what'd you say? I got quarter exams tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got I got homework, too, at the end of the quarter. Uh, so I'm I'm getting close. I'm wrapping up. So when 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 uh when we cast out a spirit, and we're when we tell speak to a spirit and command it to be bound, or when we bind a spirit and cast it out, we have to loose something new. Loose bound bind is like tie up, restrict. Loose is like, you know, free, 
make it release it to go so we we tell the holy ghost to come into this place or command the fruits of the spirit to come into a place you know or into a person so like you have to pray for somebody to receive the holy ghost when you cast something out because that spirit will go and get seven well he, he then he goeth then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there and the and the last state of the man is worse than the first that's all I got. Now you know how to do spiritual warfare. Right. Um, God doesn't things. go no place he's not invited. What? God doesn't go no place he's not invited. So. Yeah. I mean, if, if people, if somebody don't, doesn't want the Holy Ghost, they can't get the Holy Ghost. God can't violate our will. I think that's interesting. That movie, um, Bruce Almighty, kind of puts you in a perspective, puts in perspective, I guess, as much as it could be. I haven't seen Bruce Almighty. I've seen Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty's pretty good, but I think I like Jim Carrey. He's he's pretty funny, and also it's just a good movie. I haven't seen the first one. Maybe I could watch it. Is is Bruce Almighty the one with Morgan Freeman in it? That like. He's who yeah. God was or whatever, and then, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why Morgan Freeman always plays God. I was uh, I was watching a show from Netflix, and at the end of this last season that just came out, the, the character from, uh, the, the God, the character God was the guy from the Allstate commercial. You know what I'm talking about? The, oh, yeah. the like, six foot four black guy. All right. <laughs> I guess you gotta have, like, a really deep voice to play God. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, I mean, maybe for some people, God has a really high pitched voice, but for me, I, I wouldn't expect like a like Alvin and the Chipmunks to be God. No. You know, like well, it just... I don't know, but no. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd expect like a thundering, like kind of commanding voice. You can take it for what yeah. it's worth. One time, I heard a guy say the voice of God sounds a lot like the voice of my pastor. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, uh, I'm referring to... It'll just be whatever you expect, you know? His pastor. It's like, um... Or actually, it's kind of like the opposite of Nirvana, maybe. Like, in the, um... I always get Buddhism and Hinduism mixed up. I think it's Hinduism. But Nirvana... Uh, if you ever wonder, like, what Nirvana is, you can't define it. Um... If you ask like a religious leader, what is Nirvana? They'll say, uh, neti neti, which means, um, not this, not that. And so like, whatever you think it is, even if it was that thing, it's not that thing anymore. It's something else. It's like Hapax Legomenon. Do you know what Hapax Legomenon is? No, I don't. Me and a friend were talking about this earlier, me and Henry, we were talking about Hapax legomenon is when a word is only used once in a corpus. Or like if you had a, a... There are lists out there. I think they're called a corpus or something like that. But it's like all the Bible. Every... all It's a huge list of recorded written texts. Like supposedly all the written texts. They know they don't have all of them. But it's like almost all the written texts in the last several hundred years. And a Hapax legomenon is when a word only appears once in that 
in the all of the books in the last like you know in all the books that we have and so often i saw a vsauce video about it and he said that he named some hapax legomenons or like one or two but he said that they won't they won't be hapax legomenons really anymore because because he said them so now they're out there and people know about them and they're not going to be used just once any longer so if a word has only ever been written and published once and then like somebody finds out about it, it probably won't stay a hapax legomenon for long. Is it like, do you remember like what word, like an example of what one is? Example, I guess, I get, no, is not it, me. Is it like an English word? Or yeah, it's in English. It's like, Oh, here's one. Hebanon, a poison referred to in Shakespeare's Hamlet only once. Honorificalitudinitatibus, the hapax legomenon of Shakespeare's works. So there's there's several. But like now that they have written about it, I don't think that, I think that might mean that it's not a hapax legomenon any, anymore or something like that because like they wrote about it. It's interesting. I just caught a glimpse of the long word. I forgot what you were originally talking about before you mentioned that. So what what was the point of that again? Is how it's like it 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 is a hapax legomenon is a hapax legomenon until somebody thinks about it or writes about it, like until somebody brings it up and then it no longer is, basically. Or until somebody writes about it. Yeah, but why did you bring that up? Because he was talking about Nirvana. If you think of what Nirvana is, it's not that anymore. You know about anti-disestablishmentarianism? Kind of like I know what you said. Yeah. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Hold on. Let me think about it. Uh, it's here we go. Anti-disestablishmentarianism is a position that ad- advocates that the church should continue to receive government patronage rather than be disestablished. So they they uh, support s- not separation of church and state in England. I think. So they'd rather take government money than not be there. Well, no, I think it's just they want the church and state to be connected. Yes, like because obviously biblical law is different than national law. Oh, I read something today, y'all. Abortion is illegal in Arkansas now. They they passed it uh, from moment of conception. Nice, nice. Hallelujah. We should we should praise the Lord for that one. Thank you, Father. Well, you want who wants to close in prayer? I can close in prayer if you want me to. Yeah, I'll close next week.
Do we close next week? Honorificabilitudina nitatibus. Yo, um, I only know how to speak English, so I prefer if you stick to that, please. You're the one who wrote it in the chat, dear brother. Adios, yeah, Lapido. You know Spanish? Yo hablo poco español. Oh, cool. Do you know Adios, Lapido? <laughs> means to God. I'm sure I got that right. I pray. Didn't it's I not... get that right? I think I said I speak a little Spanish. Yes, you did. Okay, that's what I thought. Hablo, uh, hablo poco español. Yeah. Tambien. Is it Tambien also? I'm so good at Spanish. At the start of my third or third year for Spanish, I, I, I pronounced escuela as escuchla, which means school. So escuchla. <laughs> but I mean escuchar. Escuchar means uh to listen. Okay. Yeah, escuchar. I learned um the way um, Spanish people say cafeteria. They say it's spelled the same. What did they say? A cafeteria. Cafeteria. Never, never, I try to say cafeteria. Like, I can say it now because, like, I haven't said it in a while. But, like, I I switch between cafeteria and cafeteria. Some people probably think I'm weird. Chocolate. <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> Hospital. I kind of forget a lot of English words. I only know them in Spanish. Anyways, we were going to pray, weren't we? Yes, we were. Thank you, Father, for letting us come together and uh, seek you and read your word. And I pray, God, that you would go with this. And I thank you, Lord, for what you have done and the bill being passed uh, that was that prohibits and makes it illegal for one to kill a baby that has been conceived. And I pray that you would you would go throughout all the uh, areas around us and pray, prepare the fields, God, for the seed that is going to be sown and remove the rocks help us to uh to know guide us god in our spiritual warfare and our travailing lord help us to receive what we have heard tonight not by our own intellect but by your grace and by your spirit god and let our hearts be fertile soil for your word to go into and grow into what it is your will for it to be in the name of the lord jesus christ amen 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 adios do you know what adios means Adios means to God. Mm-hmm. Adios could be kind of morbid. It's like I'm leaving to God. I'm sending you to God. <laughs> <laughs>